Welcome to the Bubbly and Brave podcast. I'm Christina, and this podcast is an unfiltered perspective of a girl who just decided to go for it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy whirlwind. Day. Day. Day or week. Or month. Or month. Or year. <laughs> Whatever, however you want to see it. We're, what, what's the day? It's, it's Today's the 28th yeah. of December. 2019. 2019. A new year is getting ready to be here. I'm so excited. Can't wait. So much to so much to get done in 2020. But anyways. Um, That's stuff you for know another the, episode. Yeah, yeah. You know the voice you just heard. I mean, how could you not? Maybe. Come on. It might not. Okay, well, if you haven't, go listen to my first episode and you'll know exactly who it is. So today I have with me Alex King, my amazing friend, mentor, I don't know. What other names do we have in our house? Roommate. Roommate. What do people in Australia call them? Housemates. Do right? they? Probably. Housemates. Yeah, housemates. I yeah. think that's better than roommate. Which is very confusing on a lot of levels because you've got regular mates as well. So I can't keep up with you, you guys. You would have like mates that don't live in your house and you have mates that do do live in your house. Oh. And you've got, anyway, we, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, right not now, today. But Another day. Yeah, next episode. But we, yes, I've had a very eventful day today and um, I literally got home and said to Alex, like, we need, we need to talk about this tonight. Well, she burst into my office. And those of you actually watching this, we're, we're filming this right now in my office. So she ran up these stairs yep. here. If, and if you're, if you're listening to this and you want to watch it, this will probably be on IGTV or yep, YouTube or both. all those places. Um, so you can come have some fun and see us here in, in real life. Uh, you burst up to my office. Yep. Well, well let's... First- Figure out where you want to start this so story. So first, okay, okay. <laughs> where do you want to start? <laughs> well, we're going to start with how my day started. You woke up. I woke up. Let's be grateful for that. Um, no, I woke up and every morning I've been really, really, um, I made a promise to myself a couple months ago that I was going to get up every single morning and go to the gym and work out. So that's what I've been sticking to and doing. I'm not perfect at it, but I've been doing it most mornings. Mm-hmm. So my routine is get up at 4.50, be at the gym by 5.15, do my thing, home by 7. So this morning... I had a little mate come to the gym with me, thankfully, because it wasn't wasn't Alex. It was actually Ashley's brother, Austin, who's in town uh, for a few days. But uh, he got up early, came to the gym with me, and we're pulling in the parking lot. And I see a rock star parking spot like right up front. And I'm like, yes, that's my parking spot. And I whip into the parking spot and misjudge the curb. And boom, I hit the curb and I thought it was okay because you know I'm a pretty good driver but I've heard a couple curbs in my life and nothing's ever happened <laughs> so I'm like oh damn well good morning and let's get out and go in and work out and when I open up the door to the car we were like parked over this this grate which in my mind immediately goes to oh it's it's like an air grate like you see in like in big cities like mm-hmm. New York City because all I heard was and I was like, oh, this thing must be blowing out air. <laughs> God, that's a I, noisy drain, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite noisy. <laughs> yeah. God. And then I said to Austin, I hope that's not the tire making that noise. And sure enough, within probably the next minute, it was completely flat. So... I well, s- you're also not... And like, I'm not tooting my own horn here. I don't really care. But you're, you're not in a... 
I'm, Honda Civic. I'm not in a shitty. I'm not car. in my 2002 Forerunner that I drove yeah. before I moved here. Yeah. I mean, we have a pretty nice car. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a total soccer mom like Mercedes Benz. Yep. Yep. Mama Stina comes rolling white through. White SUV. It's beautiful. Yeah. And so. I had a slight panic attack. I'm not gonna lie, but I, this is this is why I wanted to talk to you all about it because I I went in to the gym. Mm-hmm. I immediately called my mom because what other thing would you do? So did you, did you realize that the tire was? It was flat. Done. So the tire was done. But you realized that before you went into the gym. I realized that before I went into the gym. But I said to myself, "Listen, I'm not like I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna get my workout in. I'm already here. There's nothing I can do at this moment mm-hmm. because it's five. 30 in the morning and it's freezing and it's dark. Like, what are we going to do? Right. Really? It was, it was literally dark. Holy crap. No, the sun was not I didn't up know yet. That. Wow. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. So we went in, we worked out, we came out about around like, I think it was like 645. Okay. Um, and should I continue? I don't yeah. know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I call my mom, like right when this happens and I'm like freaking out because I'm like, oh my God. I just ran into this fucking curb. Not only did I run to the curb in a beautiful car, I ran into the curb and popped the tire. I'm not kidding. It literally looked like somebody had taken a knife and slashed the tire. I think it was flat. It was done. Yeah. And so I'm like, what do I do? I'm scared. I don't know what to do. And my mom's like, well, get your ass out there and put the spare on it and drive home and figure it out when you get home. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, you know, Alex is going to be so upset with me and I don't know what to do. And she's like, what do you mean you don't know what to do? Just call him. Tell him what happened. And I'm like literally making up stories in my mind. Mm. Like, oh, my I'm so scared to Mm. call you and tell you that I popped the tire. So we put the spare on. We get home. No, I called you. I called you. No. Yes. I had a text. Yes. He had a text when he woke up and I said, hi, please call me when you wake up. Do you like how polite that text was? Yeah. Hi. Please call me when you wake up. <laughs> yes. So he calls me and I'm like, hey. And I repeat the story I just told you. To, no, you said. To Alex. So <laughs> funny story. <laughs> that is what I said. And I'm like, good icebreaker right on. Yeah. Be like that. Yeah. Okay. I should have done the whole, do you want the good news or do you want the bad news? I, I hate that line. I think, I think <laughs> you did the right icebreaker. Uh... You know, like in, in, in network marketing, icebreakers are really, really good too. Yeah. So just getting to the point or saying something a little offbeat to sort of break the tension, it's a good skill. So yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you that Thank you, you did well. Thank you. <laughs> I passed. But um, I tell him and I literally, like after I told you, I was, I like went and I like prepared for impact. And Alex's response was, oh. Okay. Oh, and I can hear like Lily, like in the background, mm-hmm. like doing her thing. He's like, oh, okay. Well, are, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, but I like, I popped the tire. Like, I don't think you understand. I think I even said like, I'll, I'll pay to replace it. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. And he's like, all good. I'm just happy you're all right. Okay. Well, <laughs> he even said to me, when are y'all going to be back? Because the car detailer guys are on their way. <laughs> You need to be back here by 7.30. Yeah, I had I had. And he was guys, like, yeah. all right, I'll see you when you get home. Yeah. And I literally like got off the phone and I was like, okay, I'm not, I didn't pass out. I'm not dead. I'm not, I'm not going to be 
evicted. evicted. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said to my mom on the phone. Okay, no worries. Uh, your shit should be out on the code yeah. by the time you get home. So I good. said to my mom, if if I move back to Virginia today, you'll know the reason why. <laughs> she was like, shut your mouth. But yeah, so that's how my morning started. And I wanted to get on and like talk about this because I said, like when I got in the gym and I started working out, I started having all these like thoughts, right? Of mm-hmm. like, oh man, why did I have to pull up in that like front parking spot? Like, why didn't I just, why didn't I just go to the first one that was like clearly open? I wanted to go two more over so I could get closer to the door. Like I started like playing these like lines in my head and said, well, maybe if I did this, that yeah. would have never happened. And and maybe if I did that, that would have never happened. And I literally had to stop myself and say like, no, mm. that you can't reverse like you can't change the scenario. Like what you can do is figure out how you're going to respond to it and move on from that. And and for me, like I felt like in that moment, I literally had to take it like one step at a time. I was like, well, tires pop. We're going into the gym. Mm-hmm. After we get out, we're going to figure out what we're going to mm-hmm. do. So like that was my one main reason. Yeah. And then the other main reason when I started talking to Alex about it today was like my thoughts of what you were going to say and how scared I was and like, of your reaction and why I why that was going on in my brain. Yeah. Because I'm not the only one that that happens to every single day. Like somebody has some situation and immediately it goes boom, 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 boom. It's like a, it's like a- Chain reaction. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we just thought it would be cool to like kind of give my perspective of it. And then of course your perspective of it as well too. And just ways of kind of stopping yourself yeah. and figuring out like, what am I like? First of all, why am I thinking this? How can I like shift it to be better for me, not make this situation worse? Because mm-hmm. I feel like we do that a lot. Yeah. Like we something happens and immediately we start boom, 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 and it's like all of a sudden that situation that went from like a five minute situation is now a five year situation. Yeah. For no reason. So I'm curious. When that happened, you said, like, uh, oh, I should have just taken that spot and not this one. Like, mm-hmm. you started making up stories. Did you make up any other stories? About, like, like the spot specifically? Or, like, everything that was going to happen from that? Yeah. Everything and... Did you go down to the... Did you go down, like, the, the why me path? Like, why is this happening to For me? a second. Yeah. But... I've gone down that path in, in the past and uh-huh. it's not served me at all. Right. So I feel like I'm at least very luck, like advanced, right? Or like mm-hmm. enough to to stop myself, aware to right. stop myself and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But yes, I made up stories like, um, yeah, why didn't I just pull into the first parking spot I saw? Mm-hmm. Or like second guessing myself, like, was I not paying attention? Like, mm. was I like... I, I, I was driving. Mm-hmm. I pull into this parking lot every morning. Mm-hmm. Like, was I not? I pulled. I, I parked here all the time. Like, was I not paying attention? And I was second guessing myself that way. And mm-hmm. then it was like, the second I decided to go into the gym, all was good for a second. And then it was like, well, wait till you talk to Alex. Like, right. that's that's gonna go over well. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a big part of my stories, and this is something you and I have talked about in the past, is like a belief that I have around, like. What, how much things cost and like what mm-hmm. things, you, and that's, I feel like that's where a mm-hmm. lot of it came from was like, oh, this is gonna be really expensive to fix. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, like this is, and like, cause I've been in that boat before where sure. I've 
I've messed something up that's expensive or I've done something wrong and the person I know or whoever it may be is really like shamed me for it. Yeah. And that's where that story started to come up too. That's tough. So that with you and like, then like, well, Alex isn't like that. Like, why am I, why am I thinking like that? And then mm. boom, right back to like, well, you just wait, you're going to get kicked out. Yeah. You're like, going back to Virginia. Because maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe he's only nice when things are right or groovy mm-hmm. and things are fine and things right. are like going okay. Right. If you listen to some of our other podcasts, you know that Christina's known us long enough to see some highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, to one of the reasons I think, one of the reasons I thought this was a good idea for me to be on here. But but by the way, spoiler alert, I, I I'm not mad at Christina at all. No. Um and haven't been. Like yeah. I, I literally didn't think about it again when we got off the phone until mm-hmm. she burst into my office and said she wanted to record a podcast tonight. So I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. But you know, to to be to be on the receiving end and seeing and just thinking about some of the life lessons I've learned or all the situations I've been in. I mean, I don't know when I picked it up and I can't, I can't um, remember a scenario in particular where I decided this to be like a principle and to be like a true thing for me. But I've been saying for years that it it really doesn't matter how you act when things are going well. Mm -hmm. Like, super easy to be nice, happy, cool, calm, and collected when everything's going your way. But the second that things go bad, I mean, that's when you need to make sure that you've done your work. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, I see it a lot in the personal development industry. You've got people that are like, you know, either well-known or respected, whatever it might be, like, cause they do all this personal development work or teach all this personal development work. And then the second that they're put in an uncomfortable situation, yeah, they snap, they get completely unresourceful. And you're like, who the fuck is this person? Yeah, so it's, 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 that's weird to me. And so I always said, I, I never want to be that way, mm-hmm. right? Like I never want to be unresourceful if I'm being a, um, a, uh, an example of a developed man, mm-hmm. right? And someone to respect. So. that that's an interesting thing and like if if you're taking notes on this i think that's a really interesting one to think about which is it doesn't matter how you act when things are going well when things are going your way it's when you're in times it's when you face adversity Mm -hmm. and adversity is just challenge it's when you face challenge that you get to react or respond Mm -hmm. and if if you go into reaction mode and you get all unresourceful you're going to say shit you didn't want to say. Mm, you're going to do things you didn't want to do. There. Like, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, just funny being on the receiving end. And, and yeah. I'm, I mean, I, 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 I like to think that it's pretty unconscious competent for me at this point. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to take a deep breath and say, should I scold her or should I, like, be nice? Like, I didn't have to do that. Right. Like, my, my reaction was, are you okay? Yeah. Is everything good? Like, as long as you're fine, you know, that, that's all I care mm-hmm. about. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that's that's an important skill to take away, be, being on the other end of that. Mm-hmm. Now, the you mentioned, you mentioned, oh, God, this is going to be expensive. Yeah. Like, and, and you did say on the phone, I'm going to pay for it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, what, wh- where do you... I don't even say like what. Where do you think that comes from? But oh, I know where it comes from. Yeah, I mean, it's generally just totally like wealth mindset, yeah, and money mindset, 
handed down generationally mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. That's not a complicated thing that we need to go into right now. And, and, Next episode. And it's actually not that complicated, right? It's like you you can you can pretty much look at the way that you react to money, finances, and I'll bet you, I'll bet you a thousand bucks, which yep. <laughs> I mean it. I yep. will bet you that money um, that that those beliefs come from your parents, and that you could yeah. you could trace back your your self-talk of money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, oh, that's for rich people. Like, oh yeah, well they have money. Like all those silly things we say, I guarantee your parents said it Yeah, as well. Um, so came home, everything was all good. Yep, I was all good. You said you wanted to record a podcast. I said, I got a lot to, to do today. As long as you can go and take the wheel to get fixed, like yep, sure real groovy. So it kind of panned out. It did, it was fabulous. But the, like the silver lining in it all, that's something I wanted to talk about too. One. And then secondly, what we talked about on our way to dinner tonight mm-hmm. about um, like this. I've known Ashley and Alex for a long time, but this situation for me and my perspective is the very first situation that we've ever been in as friends that like could have been like upset you or like something that was like, wow, I can't like, I can't believe that you, you know what I mean? So that's where it's just interesting to me because Alex even said tonight, like, you know, you're, you're, know, you, you know, you're around good people when your reaction was what it was. And I don't know, like, we've never had a situation like this before. So that's where you believe it until, and again, like I've, I've believed the best of people as well until they proved me wrong. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that people were are fabulous honest authentic loving yeah. professional whatever yeah. until until they proved me wrong yeah so but yeah that's it was just crazy but silver lining in it all was one austin's in town and came with me this morning you can fix the tire um and he was able to fix the tire because right. let me tell you i grew up on a farm i know how to fix a tire i've fixed tires plenty of times in my life there ain't no way Stina would have been able to fix that tire and been back by 7.30 this morning. I probably would have been back by 11 and with blue fingers mm. because it was so cold. Like, it, and where we were parked, it was it was tough. So that's a silver lining because yeah. he's never, he's not in town. He's from North Carolina. Like, right. No one goes with me to the gym in the morning. Yeah, that's great. You know? Um, what was the other one I was thinking of? There were a couple earlier. I was like on fire. They'll come right back to I mean, you've got a bunch of lessons. I, I I've, I've got some notes as well that I, yeah. I wrote down. And again, I don't say any of this to, to be arrogant. I'm, I'm saying this. I wanted to pass on these lessons for people that are either in aspiring leadership roles or, um, or, or want to be in a yeah. leadership role. And I've, I'm, I guess I'm kind of self-appointing that in this particular case, but, um, People underestimate what I've what I've been through in my in my years. Um, I don't even know it all yet. Yeah. So I I one thing I found fascinating and really interesting, and a question that I want our listeners here to ask themselves is: Are you creating the kind of trust and relationship with people where they feel comfortable and safe to come to you? Yes, that's what it was that we were talking about earlier about anything. Mm-hmm. Are you creating that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with people? And it doesn't matter if it's your kids, your friends, your employees, your boss, your spouse, like all those kinds of things. 
how, what, what energy, what attitude are you putting out into the world that makes or doesn't make, that allows or doesn't allow people to feel safe and comfortable to come to you? Again, when it's an uncomfortable conversation, when something's gone wrong, like when it's not good news, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. rate yourself. I mean, I like to think I do a fairly good job. Yeah, you're all right. Of it. <laughs> um, I, the, and, and the piece that goes along with that is you're always teaching people like how, how they can come to you. You're, mm-hmm. you, you're always teaching people the behavior that you want to see reinforced, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Right. So hypothetically, let's say you come to me and say, Hey, you know, pop the tire, whatever it might be. And I got aggressive. I got questiony. I got annoyed. I got, you know, I tried to scold you mm-hmm. or I got, even like passive aggressive, whatever it might be. Which is my favorite. <laughs> Big trigger for you. Mm. Um, I would be teaching that behavior. Yeah. The story that Christina would be writing in her head, the program she would be creating is, when I bring Alex this kind of news, I'm going to get this kind of reaction, mm-hmm. right? And you will just live and die by that. And then let's say something happened in the future, you would just, you would say, well, I don't want to go through that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fucking hightail it out of here instead because that's easier. I don't want to face that. Mm-mm. You know, so, and those of you that have, have ever been in a relationship where you've had to have a, a difficult conversation with your significant other and you've had to say, listen, I, I did something wrong or I feel this way or this need isn't getting met, whatever it might be. And their reaction is, they either make fun of you, they say your excuse isn't valid, they say that's not real, whatever it might be. Something I said, I, I kind of... You related, related it to having children. Which yeah, I like children is a, is, a, is a really interesting one too. Like mm-hmm. as a parent, you, know, you always want your kids to be safe. And, and I, I, I think, you know, as, as my children get older, like I, if they're ever in a situation um that's uncomfortable they need help or they just need to call someone i i want i want their train of thought to be oh my god i have to call dad Mm -hmm. not oh my god i cannot tell my dad i could never tell my dad how many people did you know growing up that were like that i knew so many people yeah like I can't. Oh, mm-mm. yeah. Oh my God! Don't tell my parents. Oh my God! They can well, then, never find and out. like what you said earlier, then you start lying about it. Right. You start like not being truthful. You start sneaking and doing stuff you're not well, supposed to be doing. Like generally, the rabbit Kids. hole gets gets bigger, mm-hmm. and you end up like and there's movies about this, but you end up creating this series of fucking terrible events. Totally. Because you were just in a position where you weren't comfortable mm-hmm. to, you know, to to confess. Mm-hmm. One one thing I you know, from a recent sort of working experience that I took away, this is kind of like a principle I've decided for myself. And by the way, I saw a guy on YouTube. Um, he, he does, he, he's like a super nerd, but he's a really cool guy. He's, he's studying to be a doctor, but he should just give up and be a YouTuber because he's got like half a million subscribers. But he does like a year review of himself. So this is like, he, he but one list he has is like things I learned, like really definite principles I learned. And so I, you know, I've got a note somewhere in my notes that 
has those sorts of things of just really, you know, firm lessons or beliefs or um, I call them principles as well um, that are just true to me. And, uh, and yeah, anyway, he, he created a list of them, which I thought was really cool. But the, the one I've learned recently is you'll never, you'll never get fired and you could say scolded, but you'll never get fired for taking responsibility. You'll get fired for not taking responsibility. Mm -hmm. Super fucking crazy thing. Mm -hmm. Cause for me, I mean, I was, I was, I had behavior reinforced as a kid that if I took responsibility, I would get fucked up like mm-hmm. it was the last thing that i wanted to do yeah so, so fly under the radar yeah so i would deal. rather just like mm-hmm. talk my way out of things mm-hmm. fly under the radar all that kind of stuff yeah. so um super interesting to have to like rewire that as you as you grow up totally and i love this too because i feel like what like comes out in my head is like courage and like vulnerability too which i obviously love and speak so much on it's yeah. like like yes a lot of that has to do with like how you were scolded mm-hmm. when those conversations came up, when you were vulnerable enough yeah. to have that conversation or tell that person whatever it may be. And so I don't want to take that away from people either. Like that's actually a very courageous thing to do yeah. to be able to say, Hey, like this is what happened. And, yeah. and that's where like shame is such a horrible thing. Cause it just completely slices through you. And, yeah. and, um, I don't know. It's just, it's so important to just continue to do that because it gets stronger and it gets easier. And, um, the shame monster kind of goes away a little bit after because it's like a muscle, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, when you're brave enough to do one thing, you, then you step out and do another and then Mm -hmm. you do another thing. And then, um, those big voices that were big in the beginning start to get smaller. So I don't know. I just thought about that too, while we were talking. So true. No wonder it, it creates such an impact whether you're a kid or whether you're whoever it may be Mm -hmm. in a relationship with somebody and they give you crap for, like you said, feeling a certain way or doing something. Well, you know, the, there's some really classic ones in relationships, which it's where, I mean, I'll be, I'll be very general when I say this, but let's say the, the, the woman goes to the man and like opens up about her feelings Mm -hmm. and just says, Hey, like I, I, feel really disconnected from you or something mm-hmm. like that. Like this is really hard for me to say. And, and here's the other thing with these conversations this is, this is I think for another podcast, but most people get really unresourceful when they like speak the truth. Mm-hmm. So the truth of, I don't feel connected in my relationship <laughs> doesn't generally come out in a very conscious, like loving present conversation. It usually comes out as, you you don't fucking care about me. You know what I mean? So yep. it comes out like screaming across the room in the heat of an argument when something bad just happened or the kids are screaming. You never fucking do anything yeah. around here. Yeah, it it usually did. comes out like that. And and then, you know, on on which of course, what's a guy gonna do to respond to that? They're not mm-hmm. gonna say, Babe, I'm I so really sorry. hear you. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, things have been really busy. I wanna I wanna like of course sort of not. course correct this. No, it comes off as well. Fuck you, yeah. you <laughs> fucking bit. Yeah, so and and then, <laughs> yeah, but 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 it, it's it's interesting. Like that that behavior gets reinforced, and yeah. so in in a relationship, a woman will say, "Well, I, I'm never going to be open with him mm-hmm. because he's. I'm just going to get hurt. He's just going to react, and a whole other string of things go yeah. along with that." On a guy's side, 
you know, similar sort of thing, but men have a really interesting approach where they'll say like, we're not having sex enough or we're like, you know, you're always off with this, whatever it might be. Yeah. And of course the guy will say that after a long day (laughs) for the woman or, you know, in a really bad, unresourceful environment. And then she'll say, she'll either hit him back or she'll say, uh, well, you're always doing it. So anyway, just like the, you have to create the environment, I think, for a for a, a conscious conversation. We're talking about relationship now, not necessarily, hey, I pop the tire and let's make sure we go out to coffee first before I tell you what I've done. <laughs> I also have a belief that there's never really a right time Mm-mm. to say something. And that's a mistake I've made in the past as well. Waiting for the right time. Yeah, it yeah. never freaking comes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some, some of you listening to this have been waiting for five years for the right time to break up with your boyfriend. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. It ain't going to come. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to like light the fuse and step away. Well, and waiting for the right time is going to create all those little stories and all those little things in your head that what could happen? What if this? What if that? It's like, just say it. And a like, lot of it's made up. That's the other thing. Exactly. That was, that, that was where I kind of started, which is what other stories did you make up? Mm-hmm. It's all freaking made up. It like, is. It's, it's crazy where our minds will go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had a lot of experiences like that in my past where I started making up all this stuff. And it, I... I I feel like it was maybe a little more of a significant event, like life event, but I went down like, why me? Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck did I do? All this kind of stuff. I think uh, it's interesting as well, going down the path of like the money and Mm -hmm. this is going to be really expensive and oh my God, I'll have to pay for this, blah, 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 that kind of thing. There's some pretty powerful, like I, I actually haven't been able to find a really good, money mindset wealth mindset course program mm. curriculum that i that really on. Like, yeah yeah that like really has some, resonates with you yeah mm-hmm. and but one of the foundations of it if i would have created is that money is like energy it sort of comes and goes and i think the more the more scarce we are with it like the less of it we end up having yeah um it's a really like abundance mindset is so important and that sounds so woo woo, but it's just, just even if you feel like you're lying to yourself, just saying like, there is so much wealth and abundance out there and I can have as much of it as I want. Yeah. Fun little hot tip for anybody or everyone who's listening about abundance mindset. Uh, we listen to a really awesome meditation Mm -hmm. every night. It's the Bob Proctor abundance meditation. Uh, I just put it on YouTube. Well, I used to until I got a really badass Alexa set up in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. So if there's something that like you're looking for as far as helping you with abundance, you don't have to you don't have to fall asleep to it. You can actually just sit and listen to it in the morning or in the afternoon when you need a moment. But um, that's really helped me a lot. Like just listening to that every single night and, and, and I fall asleep to it. Yeah. But it's it's I mean sometimes I lay awake the whole time and listen to it. It was actually the first we haven't told you this, it was the first real Bob thing that yeah. we mm-hmm. were exposed to. Ooh, I I one. hadn't really I mean I've done so much other personal development and learned from so many other thought leaders, mm-hmm. but Bob hadn't been one of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe a year ago or so I just said, you know, I'd I'd really like a because we were listening to these calm sleep stories, which yeah. I like, but I, I thought I'd I'd rather listen to something that could like personal development related because mm-hmm. 
I like audiobooks. I can fall asleep to audiobooks. I can fall asleep to personal development audiobooks. Ashley can't. She gets too excited and like stays up and, and wants listens. to start a new business every single night. <laughs> and then, um, but so I, I looked up, like I searched on YouTube, like sleep meditation or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And Bob's came up and so he's like, oh, Bob Proctor, like I've kind of heard of him. <laughs> and it's now, kind of you know, like a year later, I've met the guy and we've been to his event and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. he, he, he was a real starting point. And actually recently at the event I was at, couple of really amazing like thought leaders that are dear friends of mine i i asked them say i well i said to them have you have you like done much bob proctor and, and these these guys like million dollar earners and network marketing mm-hmm. like really good friends I said no i mean i saw him speak a couple of years ago but i've never really and i was like what wow. the hell and they said but you know send me send me something to like tell me where i should start and i i said start with this meditation that's like, great just listen to it yeah so it's interesting how it um like where that can start yeah but that I'm not perfect with my wealth mindset either. That's right. what we were kind of getting into. It takes time. Like I'm, I, you know, I, I'm certainly not perfect. Mm-hmm. But like once upon a time, I thought twice about ordering guacamole. Same. This is, and this is kind of the joke. <laughs> so you got to tell the story of like, <laughs> I think when you first came to Vegas. When I first moved to Vegas, we, I think it was here. Who knows? Probably a couple of weeks, and. Um, I love Chipotle. We love Chipotle. So we ordered Chipotle. Ashley doesn't. Ashley so doesn't. like Christina and I She do... does sometimes though. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. she does sometimes but though. Like, but we'll Christina like... and I like, we'll like give each other the look burrito. and be like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's burrito club. <laughs> we're getting, it's, yeah, it's definitely burrito day. Um, but so we were getting uh, Chipotle and I wanted a side of guac. And I was like, oh man, can I get a side of guac? I said that to Alex. And then literally before you even answered, I was like, no, never mind. Never mind. It's did yeah. I say it's too much? No, I don't think you said it's too much. But, I was, I was but, like, but can I get did... a side of guac? Actually, never mind. Yeah, I was passive about it. That was it. it. That was it. Yeah, was I passive it. about it? No, no, I don't. Okay. I, I don't think it came across as passive. But you just like I was like nee. your self worth just kicked in. You said I'm not. I'm not worth. Guac I'm not guac. worth the extra guac. Yeah. And Alex was like, "Yes, we can get extra guac." Abundance mindset <laughs> clicks the extra block <laughs> and here it comes with the burrito. Yeah. It was great. That's yeah. what he said. We're abundant. Yeah. 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 You can get extra guac. We're abundant. And I was like, okay, mm. pile it on. Yeah. It was, yeah. So when was we, like, that's uh, our inside joke. It's like, get the extra guac. When we, I've, I've been saying it for years and I need to like, I guess this time of year, I need to put it on a vision board or something, but I could probably do it with this house and I probably, I probably should, but. Um, if I were to get a bigger house or like whatever my next house is, I would, you know how people name their houses? I would call it abundance. People name their houses? Yeah, of course they do. They say like, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the whole ranch. It's the Christina ranch, whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, mm. Like kind of how people name boats. Oh, I I want to, I, I want to name see. my house and I want to call it abundance. I like that. Cause I want to say we live in abundance. That's great. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'll be in the West Wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we live in abundance. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I've been saying that for years, and I really, really want to do that. Yeah. Um, and I want to have like a sign that says like "Welcome to Abundance" or something. Like oh, that. that's beautiful. That sounds so pretentious. Yeah. Like if if you if you know nothing about me, Please. you think I'm some pretentious abundance prick. But I um I think it's really good. I think it's yep. like a really good belief in um an affirmation. But yeah, I I so money mindset. I mean, probably a whole other podcast that we'll have to do. But totally. 
That'd I mean, be a good one to have Ashley on too. Yeah. She really teaches a lot about that. Yeah, she's really great at it, especially for you know professionals and hairstyles and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But hundred percent. Look, once upon a time, and and again, this this is when I had money. This was when I didn't have money. It it is not indicative of having money or not having money there, mm-hmm. there are people that have millions of dollars that i know don't spend a dime. They, they have the shittiest money mindset yep. you could ever see mm-hmm. and and then of course you know i j- just because, just because someone spends a lot and doesn't have a lot of money does not mean they have a great money mindset by any means but there are people that don't have a great money mindset don't really have the money to back it and uh and they find themselves in weird situations totally um unfortunately i see that a lot in the in this you know the rise of the girl coach kind of thing where they'll just like Mm. smash these credit cards and then move back in with their parents and Mm. like whatever it might be yeah you gotta do what you gotta do but i just think there's there's some real disconnect there um in in that kind of world right now but i don't know besides that i i think it's really empowering to take baby steps in the abundance mindset mm-hmm. and just realizing like there is so much opportunity mm-hmm. out there. Someone said it to me recently. I can't remember who described it. It could have been you. It could have been someone else, but someone said like wealth and abundance is kind of like the ocean. Hmm. And if you want to go to the ocean and get water, you can go with a little cup you can go and you can scoop up some water and you can take it take away it with, with you. you. You can go with a bucket or you can go with like an industrial pump mm-hmm. and pump the water. Like you can take as much as you want. Mm-hmm. That water level is not going down. Right. It's it's just going to stay there. It's always there. It's yeah. the limitations that yeah. we create. So you're the one going there. You're deciding, oh, I'm just going to take the cup because like I don't want to. Yeah. Like Don't that, get that, that guac. yeah, that bucket mm-hmm. thing. That's for, that's for those people. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just interesting. We write this down if you're if you're listening. We, like, we don't create abundance. Abundance is always present. Mm-hmm. We create limitations. Exactly. So we create these limitations of what we think we should have, deserve, all that kind of stuff. Why we shouldn't have it. Yeah, and 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 we justify it. Mm-hmm. We justify it so hardcore. Habitually, we justify it. Mm-hmm. You know my my mom never got the side of walk or whatever it might be and then so my my challenge for you is like rip the band-aid off and do it do something that scares you a little bit what you'll find is that as you have that abundance mindset you're you're you you 100 start to attract better things into mm. your life more business opportunities more ways to make money more ways mm. to increase your income once you decide that that's what you want to do yeah but the more the more you decide that you want to like save your pennies and you know oh i i'm gonna I'm going to have this debt paid off in two years. Yeah. That's my goal. It's like, fuck that. Like you, you could, you could pay your debt off in two days, two weeks, two months, if you wanted to. Yeah. That's why I don't really subscribe to the Dave Ramsey way of doing things mm. because he's just like, oh yeah, you've got 40 grand in debt. Well, that's going to take about three years to pay off and you're going to do this and you're going to cut your expenses. I'm more like. Figure out ways to. Yeah. The, the, the mindset that got you here is not going to get you there. No. <laughs> right? No, and, no, and, no, no, no. And it's no. one thing to want to eliminate debt, but and that's great. And if you want to create a plan to do that. Totally. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You ain't creating wealth though. Mm-mm. You're not creating wealth and choices and no. all these kinds of things that I think is important. Well, I love what you just said about that mindset is not going to get you there. 
Like yeah, you well, can't got carry, is not going to get you. You there. can't carry that. You yeah. can't continue to carry that. And I, I just think doing that it that way doesn't broaden your mindset. It actually like what broadens your mindset. And I think of like when we were at the Bob seminar and what I learned and still what I do every day is like being obviously happy and grateful for things. Like uh-huh. I like be happy and grateful. You can pay your bills. Mm-hmm. That's a way to kind of broaden your mindset and mm-hmm. open up your mind to more abundance coming in because. I mean, how many people say I'm so happy to pay this bill? Right. Not many. Yeah. People are pissed off that they have to pay their bill. And then that changes your like energy and your vibration. Mm-hmm. And that actually like you just plummet. So yeah. I mean, like, I I wasn't I didn't say, yippee, we get to pay for it and you tie it. Yeah. But, but it it's it's it, that's that's not the point here. The point here is like I certainly didn't and I didn't let you. Mm-hmm let this destroy your day yeah exactly i like and 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 you and can't you can't and like years ago it it, it maybe would have like years and years ago mm-hmm. your day my day both my, of our days i mean my day for sure yeah, yeah like I, I it it also comes down to like how much is a lot of money right you know like <laughs> that's gone up over the years for me I mean, and some people are still at like two bucks for guacamole. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe $25,000 a month for a coach is a little too much, but you could probably do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it, 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 it scales up and believe me, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Like start with guacamole. Then start with like organic fruits and veggies. There you go. Then start with valet. Valet is another good Ooh, one. Valet. That's a really good one. So can we tell the valet story? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So when I first moved to Las Vegas, which was in July, I um, I had never parked valet before. And we went to... By choice or by circumstance? A little more by, by circumstance. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. It's were... not like you've had the opportunity your whole life yeah. and then you said, no, 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 I can't do valet. I mean, I literally grew up with like horse shit on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't park in no valet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, so we go to fashion show, to the mall here, like right off the strip in Las Vegas to shop. We pull up at Nordstrom. We pull up. This already sounds pretentious. This, this, <laughs> this man comes out. And opens the doors for us, and we get out of the car and leave the car right there. And I was like, "What? What is happening right now?" And sure enough, that was my first experience with ballet. Ashley could not believe it. Very cute. It was. I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." And now, when I go to fashion show, you're like, Phew. "Here's the keys." There you go. I'll be back later. <laughs> Don't. I'll bring it. my receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pop the tire. Yeah, I think I, I think these little. Little steps up and teasing yourself into, like, oh, the world didn't end. Mm-hmm. Oh, the world didn't end. Like, I remember Ash and I were on standby for a flight. We weren't on standby. We were waiting to get on a flight, um, like, after a Hawaii trip or something like that. And they said that there's still room in first class or something. And I walked up to the desk and said, I'll take the first class tickets. And they said, okay, it'll be 600 bucks. And I said, great. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. I didn't yeah. sit in first class and say, I can't believe I just spent $600. Oh my God, how am I going to make that mm-hmm. back? I just said, it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, just enjoy this. And and again, this is this is not coming from a millionaire. Like, I am mm-hmm. not a millionaire. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whether, whether you do that in real life or you just play the scenario out in your head, I, I don't know. 
Like if, if you're really, if you're frustrated with your life because money keeps becoming an issue and you want to solve it, you've got to address this area of your life. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think, I think those little steps are really good, even just to prove to yourself, wow, mm -hmm. like either that felt good or that was way easier or that was, you know, this kind of thing. Like yeah. back at the hotel just now, weren't like the, the other group we were with, they were talking about, oh, should we walk back to the hotel? Yes. Or should we take a cab? A cab. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's freaking cold in Vegas right now. It is. It's dark. It's Saturday night. There's idiots and crazy people. Mm -hmm. And 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 see, I, I don't do that shit anymore either. Like, I, I would have said... Because oh, it's very Australian, actually, to say... Walker. I'll walk. Like, yeah, okay. no, don't, like, don't do that. You know, just do it. Do it the tough way. Like, that's very yeah. respected in Australia. Yeah. Um, and, and years ago, I would have done that. But I just... I value my time. And I value my comfort more now, too. I do. I freaking like being comfortable. Oh, yeah. You should have seen... <laughs> <laughs> so many stories. <laughs> so, Stina didn't know how to order a Lux lift. Mm. And a couple nights ago, we all went out for like a girls' night, and I, I was in charge of ordering the lift. And here comes the lift. It pulls up. It's this like blue, maybe 92. Oh, because you didn't order the Lux lift against realize. my instruction. Here's the thing. I would have listened to your instructions, but I didn't realize that like you, know you scroll you over to get them. I was like, oh, this is the this is at the top. This is the this is the most expensive one at this level. So I'm just gonna get this one. Right. And I even said to myself, that's pretty cheap for a nice car. Like maybe the, uh, maybe we're getting a deal. Oh, uh, yeah, um, it wasn't. We didn't get no deal. Yeah. So. Well, at, like Ashley and I have decided we'll only take. Lux, Lux, oh, I have now. now. Yeah. That, that raised my... I yeah. was like, no, I'm not doing this yeah. anymore. So sometimes it can take an event to like prove mm -hmm. something wrong for you yeah. to say, I'm never fucking doing yeah. that again. And that's kind of it. That can be empowering too. I mean, I don't always totally. wish that upon people, but if that's what it takes, then so be it. Like, well, it took this, event, I'm, to, I'm it took this event today for me to realize Couple things. reactions and this yeah. and my own self. It's like, it's like you just got to go back to that. Like yeah. I mean, what happens every single day and how you're what how you're choosing to respond to it listen you know i'm i'm sh i'm sure you would pay in hard money if, if you could just like get a little box of lessons and download them to your brain yeah i'm sure you would pay what you paid today for a tire um or like what what we paid it doesn't really matter for a tire to get the lesson the awakenings all those mm -hmm. kinds of things mm -hmm. um yeah, it's it's funny. That's that, like people say coaching is expensive. It can make you realize so much, mm. and and you think you think oh, I'm being so smart because I didn't invest in that thing. It's like that's the mindset that got you here, <laughs> right? And and the 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 classic quote I think it was Einstein that said it is: you can't solve a problem with the same level of thinking used to create it. He was a smart man. <laughs> Compound interest. You learned about that yep. at Einstein as well today. Yeah, so much. Um, so, yeah, I, I I love all the lessons. I'm glad I could be a part of it. I yeah. I, I love what it helped me remember and realize, too, with a totally. couple of different things. Um, did you have something else you want to say? I don't know. I just didn't know if any if there was anything else you would want to say, like, as far as, like, what, like... Any takeaways or anything like that? I mean, I kind of shared mine as far as like 
I mean, just having the awareness in myself to really realize like why I'm thinking the way that I'm thinking mm-hmm. and, and, and why I created so many stories in my head. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously being very grateful for what I did have in that moment. Yeah. Just the people that were there, the people I surround myself with um, and all that. You need to get to that point. Like if, if, if in a challenging situation, the quicker you can work your way to what you're grateful for, the, mm-hmm. the better you'll be. Mm-hmm. Like it'll really calm your anxiety with a lot of things. Um, I've had, I've had challenges with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a couple times in my life where I, I literally wished and wondered if I could turn back time. Like if I could change you know, it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I had a time, like some crazy superpowers and I yeah. could like turn back the clock. Um, and, and some of them now seem so silly, Yeah. but literally in the moment I was like, I need a fucking time machine mm-hmm. right now. Like I gotta, I gotta go back in time and yeah. do something. And it's so funny, like none of them were really ill intent. They mm-hmm. were, but it was nothing like I did that I was like, oh no, now I regret that. Cause like I really re- regret a lot, but it was, um, I mean, it, like my, my first speeding ticket, I, 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 I had this, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't speeding. I wasn't trying to be reckless or anything like that. This, you know, police officer was in the perfect situation, like perfect uh, point, end of the month, just trying to, you know, do a stupid job. And, um, and uh, I was 16 years old and I had this car and I just dropped my sister off at like her school and mm-hmm. I was going back to my school. And I used... I lived 30 minutes out of town. So like my car was how I got to school and did everything. Basically I worked three jobs. One of them was as a pizza delivery boy. So it was my whole livelihood was your car like getting, getting pizzas to people Mm -hmm. and doing that like a couple times a week. I also, um, I, I cleaned the bank. So I drove to the bank and, and, uh, and, and cleaned it. And I did, gigs i performed music and so i lugged all my guitars and my amps and everything into the back of the car and went went to gigs and so this one morning you know the cop pulls me over or whatever and 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 it was like the classic thing where you're going a certain speed then the second you come around the corner the speed drops by like 10 or whatever and it's great when they do that and of course he's just waiting right there and so i i didn't realize the consequences of it immediately but what actually happens in australia is if you're on, I guess, like your provisional plates or your learner's plates or whatever, which I was, um, your license gets suspended for three months. What? Yeah. So, like, I think I... The the worst thing that happens is it's not on the spot. It happens, like, 20 or 30 days later. So... Do you have to go to court? You, you didn't have to go to court or anything, but they... You get a, you get a letter saying your, your license is basically suspended for uh-huh. three months. Like, that's a little long time when you're 16. Oh, that is a long so time. So, within that time... I couldn't do any gigs, right? Basically, well, you weren't delivering pizzas. Couldn't unless do my you were pizza. on your bike. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it because like I would deliver them at nighttime and all over the town, and whatever. And 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 I went down the path and have gone down the path of like, the world is fucked. I fucking hate this place. Like, <laughs> fuck this guy. Fuck me for driving so fucking fast. <laughs> like for not paying attention. You know all these kinds of things. Like I've been down that path. Um, couple of other events in my life where I kind of went down a similar thing and, and it doesn't matter if it's I mean the the most mild is maybe like a casual speeding ticket like that the most severe is 
realizing I was in another country without my green card to be able to board a plane and mm. no one would help me. That mm. was really fucked up. Great. That was tough. Um, it's always tough when airports get involved. That's, oh, that's, yeah. It's, it's, it's always it's, a it's downhill worse. spiral. Yeah. So, um, but a, a new, more developed version of me has new new mantras and new affirmations mm-hmm. in those moments. And, you know, some of them are... What's one of them? I mean, like, I, I love... It sounds so silly, but I love saying everything's figure outable. Oh, like yes. I, I, so I recently finished Marie Folio's book of the same title. She kind of coined that phrase. And I just love it. Like I think it's I think it's so reassuring and reaffirming. To because say, it is. Yeah, it, it, it is. And like people people have these things happen to them, big or small, and they say and, and and they start saying things to themselves like, this is the end, I'm done, I can't take any more, like all this stuff. And now, I don't know, I've just conditioned myself to say things like, well, this is figure outable, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be all good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean it. It's not like some clouded, it, it, it's also not some bullshit try to trick myself affirmation. Like, right. I, I really feel that way. Um, so I love that. I would look at the things. That's why, like, I love the self inquisition that you've done today of like, what did you say? Where did your mind go? Mm hmm. And if it happened tomorrow, where would you go now? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I just I think that's really powerful. Um, to to have those beliefs, and, and it kind of ties back to where we started at the start. Can you have those beliefs when things are going well? Yeah, of course you can. Here I am saying everything's figure outable. Right, right, right. Like <laughs> because I'm happy and everything's mm-hmm. good, and everything is great. But when the rug gets pulled out from underneath you, are you still going to maintain that attitude and walk your talk? I I hate to say it, but a really high percentage of the people that I've known haven't. And I'm not tooting my own horn here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not perfect, but I've just seen people lose it. And I mm-hmm. think it's really silly. I think it's a really bad mistake to make. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to have that principle, you have to stick with it. Yeah. Another really, I guess, like good book or person I've been studying lately is um, Bob Iger, who is the CEO or the president of Disney. Mm, yes. Um, same kind of attitude. I mean, he's had the worst of the worst, like thrown at him. Yeah. And Numerous times. Yeah. I mean, to me, he strikes me as a guy, just from what I see and from what I read, as um, having those qualities that mm. I, you know, really, really respect. It's funny, it's it's all relative because there's other people that would say you need to like lose your shit on those people because they need to know who's boss and blah right. blah blah and but I mean to me my perspective is that's coming from a hurt person. That's coming from someone who just like had you know, like they had to fend for themselves mm-hmm. in the world. Like that's their belief. Like yeah. the world's a nasty place and you gotta and it's like, yeah, if uh, if you believe that, it probably is. Yeah. I was just just gonna say <laughs> that. Like, that, okay, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's probably pretty funky yeah. where you're where you're living there. So yeah, um, what an eventful day we've had, huh? I'm happy it's for you. Great. I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank and... you. I'm so grateful for you, and Ashley, because yeah, of course. And things like that can be a lot worse, you know? Like I could have been in a lot worse of a situation. Well, ironically, super ironically, the second Christina got back home, Ashley was, you know, she'd started some work on a computer and she said that another one of like her friends, a close friend of all of ours, 
that had a freaking car stolen yes. overnight. Yes. Like, oh my super gosh. Super ironic how this that. stuff just all happens at once. Yeah. Um, like it was a day for cars. It Ironically, was. like the car was scheduled to get detailed this morning. Mm -hmm um as well and yeah it was it was just crazy like yeah. that thing happened to our car our friend like her car literally got stolen they found it by the way they yeah. stole everything from it but they did find it and um yeah just just strange but I, it, it's funny on that here's my thing i i don't always recommend not for any particular reason but i don't always recommend going to that well it could have been worse comparison yeah i think it's okay but it's not yeah why do you th why do you think that because i have a different perspective on yeah it. i just i don't think it's the only tool that you should go to oh, to 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 ease the hurt sure um one of the things actually because the, the the trap i've caught myself in with any event like that is i um I've, I go to, what does this, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. What is this trying to teach me? Mm -hmm. Like, what is God, the universe, mm -hmm. whoever, like, trying to teach me? What did I do wrong that, like, karma has come back to? Like, what am I being punished for? Mm. All those kinds of things. So that that's where I've gone in the past. Mm. When something like that happens, I go into, what, what, like, either what did I do wrong? What am I being punished for? What is this trying to teach me? Like, I don't want this fucking lesson right now. Mm -hmm. Why is it coming in this form? Mm -hmm. And to that, I mean, it's interesting. I, I, I say there are no accidents. And I think in the, in the long scheme of things, there aren't. In those moments, I've had to say to myself, what if, what if this wasn't trying to teach me fucking anything? What if this is just an unfortunate event that I shouldn't add emotion to? Mm -hmm. hmm. That's interesting. In in the past, I've gone down. Oh my god, it's because I did this, and it, it's because oh, I I I've pulled it in the spot every single day, and maybe today I'm too comfortable, and yeah, and, I, and yep. I, I I shouldn't be thinking that way. I need to be alert. I need to be like looking out for what's next. All those kinds of things. That's where I've gone. Yeah in the past mm -hmm. yeah maybe there's a time and a place for it like i think there are events that are trying to teach you something but i i've i've had other events where i'm just like it's probably smart if i just don't attach a meaning to this yeah like really smart well like, I, I think there's a, there are a lot of events that people shouldn't attach emotions to i i i got the the whole green card thing it was just i I, I ended up being pretty much stranded at Sydney airport a couple of years ago, mm. um, two days before I was leaving Australia to come back to the United States for, you know, I, I was literally going to land and go and like do it, do an event, do mm -hmm. a for an event. Two days before I was leaving, I'd been in Australia for two months. I realized I didn't have my green card and you need your green card to not only leave the country, but also get back in, into the country. So yeah. Where was it? Did you leave it? It somewhere? was in the United States still. So you could get to Australia. You can't get back to the U.S. Yeah, and not only that, mm. like I, I said, well, you know, this will be fine, like because I'll just have someone meet me in at the airport in the United States. They'll have my green card. We'll show it to them. It'll be all good. I, I did everything I could to try and like get people or get my card right, but the shipping. It just wouldn't get there in time. Yeah. We, we were like two days out here. Yeah. 
I even like messaged a friend and said, will you meet, can I fly you? Can I pay you $2,000 to fly you to Sydney airport? And you meet me there with my green card because everyone I've called is saying that they won't let me board a plane back to the United States. Wow. I was like calling my immigration lawyer. I was doing all sorts of things and eventually, and, and no one was helping. And that, and that was a really tough one for me. It's like, I'm in a fucking situation here. No one's helping. I need help. Every and- line I called, it was like, I need help. Every person I called, I need help. There was just no path, no operating procedure to do mm-hmm. anything like that. Other than like, typically in those situations, you know, you lose a passport. You've got to like, you go to the embassy, embassy. or whatever. Yep. And you get a new one, it takes three days. I didn't have three days. Like yeah. I needed to get on the plane that I had a ticket for. I had to get back. I had to do the work that I was scheduled for, all that kind of stuff. And so I, I said to myself, fuck it. I'm just, I'm going to... I'm going to um, get to Sydney, give him my ticket. Like, I guess I'll like play dumb a little mm-hmm. if I can, if I need to. But I'll, I'll just explain. Listen, I, I don't have my green card. I will have someone meet me in LA mm-hmm. the second I land. Um, and, and what ended up happening was I, they would not let me on the plane. So I had flown from Gold Coast to Sydney how long is that flight? A couple hours? That's like 15 hours. Oh, like Gold Coast, Sydney is like an hour. But okay. like Sydney, gotcha. Sydney to LA was um, going to be 15 hours. Gotcha. And I, I decided I, I got there like with so much time to spare because I figured, yeah, maybe I'll have to like have meetings or talk to someone. I had like six hours to spare or something like that. And I was at the check-in desk and I, you know, I'd given them my ticket, given them everything. And I said, okay, we just need, we just need to see your green card. And I said, well, here it is on my phone. Like I can f- FaceTime my, sure. my wife and she can show you whatever. <laughs> she would not let me on the plane, like would not let me on the plane. Cause she said, you know, like we'll get penalized. We'll get in trouble. I'm just like, it's a really simple situation. Anyway, I stood there, asked for two hours while she checked in every other person, like hundreds and hundreds of people to get on the flight. Literally stood there at the check-in desk. Just, I was asking, I was thinking, I was hoping someone would come and like help me. Yeah. I asked everyone, asked every manager and, and no one did. And I literally stood there until she like put the little close sign on the check-in desk. I stood there and I'm like, you know, basically crying. She walks off and I'm walking around everywhere. I go up to like where the immigration officers are and mm-hmm. I'm trying to find someone there and, and no one would help. No one would help. No one would do anything. And I, I, I ended up just like literally walking around the airport crying. I was like, I don't know what to fucking do right oh now. Gosh. I need to get home. Um, I'm in Sydney. Well, you're literally lost. Like, what, yeah. what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm walking around Sydney. No one's helping me. And and I started making up the why me. Mm. What is this trying to teach me? What did I do wrong? I should be more, like, conscious. I should pay more attention. I should, right. you know, That's 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 one path that you go down. The other path you go down is, fuck the world, fuck everyone. People are mean. People are I never fucking, fucking trust horrible. anyone. Like, yep. I hate these people, all these kinds yep. of things. And um, I ended up calling my dad and I just said, like, I'm not doing good right now. Like, I feel terrible and I don't know what to do next. And, um, and, and, and I explained to him, like, I just feel like I don't know what this is teaching me. I don't know mm-hmm. what I've done wrong. I don't know what I've done to deserve this, all this kind of stuff. And his advice was really simple. And it was just, what if this didn't mean anything? Mm-hmm. It just is. Like, what if it was just an unfortunate situation and mm-hmm. you didn't need to give it that energy. And I was like, Oh my God, 
Like, okay. So it, it's it's so funny how... Did you feel better after that? I did, yeah. And, and Like immediately or did you have to kind of think about uh, it for a second? Do you remember? Yeah, it, yeah, probably wasn't immediate, but like it was, it was mm, quick. Yeah. And then from that place, from that place, I was able to figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. And actually, like if you if you're friends with me on Facebook, I I have a kind of like a blog post telling this whole story and telling you what happened next. I won't spoil it here, but what happened next is actually a really really beautiful thing. Oh, I can't yeah, wait it's to amazing. hear. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I I decided in that moment, um, based on my dad's advice, what if, what if this was just something I didn't need to give emotion to. Right. So it's interesting how, like, in the personal development world, how understanding and, like, you know, like, giving meanings and understanding how people operate and how things work, I was probably, I probably had too much about it at this point. And I had to, like, take it all the way back to, like, oh, fuck it, what if this is unfortunate? And, you know, I just have to go through the motions and and not try to control the situation so much. Yeah, wow. Like, while while the study and the knowing is such an important skill set as well, also the sort of unknowing and the releasing I think is a really important skill set too so because you can't control I mean you just can't control everything totally. and it's not that you were trying to con- obviously control the situation but there are things that you just you can't even predict like you can't even and you'll just fall into a trap if you mm-hmm. get into the self-loathing into the why me and well because that starts to like create you can't think straight you can't make decisions wasn't. properly like it's just yeah I was un- it serves I, you no purpose I, I, I was unresourceful and mm-hmm. and I wasn't um I, mean, I didn't get angry at anyone. I didn't get pissed at anyone. Story for another podcast. I probably should have. I I probably should have kicked and screamed and been fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. They said, get because, this guy on the plane. So yeah, back to because, LA where... because me playing small and trying to be polite and trying to be nice to everyone didn't, didn't yeah. work. Yeah. It didn't fucking work. Yeah. So t- it's, it's time and place for it. Yeah. Totally another podcast that we'll have to do because that's a really interesting topic for me. That's, I, I really like that one. That's like, a good one. Good thing we've got it written down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's totally. talk another time. Thanks for having me back on. Thank you so much for coming back on, and um, thank you all so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you as always. And uh, make sure to check out Alex on Instagram at Alex King Creative and YouTube. We've got some awesome YouTube videos up it's coming together. Uh, some vlogs and stuff we've we've all been doing together. So make sure to check us out on YouTube as well. And send me a message if you like your number one thing that you loved about our talk today. And can't wait to see you guys next week. Love you so much. Thanks for being here.